welcome back to Hey Look Listen. I am Kevin O'Carroll. I'm joined today by Liam Sheehan and Jonathan Morrissey. How are you doing today, fellas? Spiffy. Fantastic. Glad to hear it. Now, this is our post-Christmas episode coming out on the week after Christmas. So uh, how was your Christmas, guys? Oh, man. I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Mm. Yeah, I keep saying I'm sorry about that. I'll I'll make sure the costume's returned. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all a fantasy, isn't it? We haven't even hit Christmas here. Am I allowed to break that illusion? I think so, yeah. Either that or we're time travelers. What is it? The 19th of December. We're liars. We're filthy liars. (laughs) Yeah, so as we come to the end of the year that has been 2023, um, it's been a big one for video games. There's been a lot of high-profile releases, a lot of good stuff done, a lot of creativity on show, and there's been a lot of not-so-pleasant stuff going on in the video game industry as well. Uh, So what we're going to do today is kind of have a trawl through all of that, um, recap the year as was, and give our thoughts on it. But before that, we might get into our usual bits and pieces and check, uh, what are you playing, guys? We might start with with you, John. What are you playing lately? Oh, thank you. Um, so I don't want to say Baldur's Gate again, but that's mm-hmm. kind of the answer. Um, yeah. But let's approach that from a different angle. Um, I'm playing it differently than I was um, a few weeks ago. Uh, not gameplay-wise, but uh, hardware-wise. Um, so uh, I recently came across this pretty cool app uh, for the Steam Deck um, called Chiaki for Deck. And it, okay. basically just, it, it basically turns the Steam Deck into um, the PlayStation Portal um as this, oh, you know okay. yeah this, it's super super uh incredibly well executed uh, kind of remote play machine um mm-hmm. and they recently just updated for the oled um which i was um stupid enough and lucky enough to buy uh, recently um <laughs> and yeah. uh, they've added like hdr support they're constantly adding kind of you know new touch-ups um but it works incredibly well um it's it, you know it basically automatically maps the controller for you to, to say a playstation game um so bars gate has been you know thing. it's kind of the same way i'm playing on ps5 um i haven't lost any frame rates um it looks pretty crisp and pretty fantastic so i've just been kind of <laughs> it's kind of just playing Baldur's gate in different rooms because i can yeah. um uh, for no real other reason um but yeah i've been playing that mostly and then the other thing um i was playing just because i played all the time uh, was football manager um of course uh, of the course. new one came out yeah a new one came out recently um i had maybe sunk maybe about 20 hours uh oh please hope no one googles the release date well no one was actually what today is so they can't figure out how much i've played in such a short no, i said it already okay make a note there kev let's edit that one <laughs> out as well out. thank yeah. you very much uh but um basically dropped about 20 hours into it this is such a very specific issue right play it mm-hmm. on my laptop um close the laptop um because i don't that's really good fun I'm loving it now i had been saving to the cloud um yeah. for the previous you know 20 hours or whatever close my laptop and then the following day i was watching a movie with steph and suddenly my laptop went apeshit in the corner um like crazy high fan i was like what is going on there didn't think anything of it and then the next day i opened my laptop and it was dead it was just fucking dead as a doornail. And the, the FM junkie that I am, mm-hmm. uh, all I thought about was, oh my God, did I lose that save? And <laughs> I did. 
And so, oh. yeah, I don't know if I'll ever play uh, that game. Well, I definitely will. Um, but I won't, uh, yeah, You're I won't probably play playing it, it right now. Yeah, I am actually. That's why I'm just distracted. Um, but no, I, I yeah, quite upsetting. Um, but no, I've been spending most of the time still playing Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I have a feeling, Kev, you might be about to say the same uh, when you're gone as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Baldur's Gate 3 has, has fully taken over my life. Um, I haven't played anything else since starting it. I don't want to play anything else. It's just Baldur's Gate. I am, I don't know, 50, 60 hours in now, kind of in the middle very of good, Act 2. Um, and just absolutely loving it. Just every time it throws something new at me, it's just an absolute delight. The writing is fantastic. The performances are all so good. The the variety in like the, the setting and locations has really mm-hmm. impressed me because I played a little bit of the early access. So I'd seen that sort of original area and I'd seen Sarah, Sarah playing Act 1 as well. So I'd seen that original area again. Like It looks very nice, but there's not a lot of variety to it. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the locations as you progress through the game, there's some really weird shit. There's some stuff oh, in Act 2 without so spoilers yeah. that is like it's borderline Silent Hill. Like <laughs> it's, it's survival horror CRPG and it's great. It's so yeah. good. Who are you uh, romancing, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Carlock, the fiery barbarian. Oh, she's fantastic. I love her. Yeah. Oh, she, I think her, she might her be voice the only. Act is amazing. Yeah, so good. I think she might be the only good person in the party. She's just, she's yeah, a good that's, dude. That's actually uh, well, the dog. Yeah, <laughs> scratch is scratch yeah, is the scr- greatest voice. Scr- scr- scratch is okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. who I romance when I play. But why do you always oh, romance God. the dog, regardless of the game? It's really weird. <laughs> Yeah. Well, how about you, Liam? What are you playing at the moment? Well, you two are playing the the de facto game of the year 2023. I'm currently playing a Japanese visual novel. Which is, which <laughs> character? Is right. How getting, surprising, yeah. Yeah, getting back into that. I don't know if I've played one uh, this year yet. Um, I was on Destructoid.com, of all places, hanging okay. out, and they had their list of nominations for a game of the year for the Switch. And I was like, yeah, we're going to see the usual suspects here. I was scrolling down. Zelda... Mario Wonder, Pikmin 4, the new Fire Emblem. I was like, yeah, these are the games Nintendo have released. And the last, their last nomination was some visual novel that I, I'd never even heard of. I was like, well, excuse me? Interesting. And they didn't write much about it, but they said like, hey, basically Ace Attorney and Danganronpa fans. I was like, okay. All right. This is, and I was like, Here, here's a paranormal take on, on, on that genre. And I was like, cool. So I just Googled it and I went to, you know, Rock, Paper, Shotgun, your yeah. website. They, they review yeah. adventure games and stuff like that. Yeah. Just the first paragraph just said, you should know as little as possible going into this game. And I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to buy it. <laughs> that was it. You know, I didn't read any further, like Destructoid nominated. It's called Paranormal Site. <laughs> Why do they always have ridiculous names? <laughs> and I have it on Google open in front of me now because I keep thinking it's called Phantasmagorical for some reason. And I can't, <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. It might as well be. <laughs> yeah, it's called Paranormal Site. Uh, it is like, it's um, a Japanese puzzle visual novel much more novelly than puzzly. It's basically a book on screen, uh, a lot of writing, a lot of characters talking to each other, very much in the vein of a Danganronpa or an Ace Attorney. Um, but it's um, a cult themed. It's about ghosts and Japanese um, uh, history and um, myths and stuff like that. I won't go too much on about it. It's pre- I'm enjoying it in a kind of very passive, this is kind of exactly what I needed right now, but yeah, it's quite cool. It's quite cool. It's quite atmospheric. The art style is very nice, but there's kind of very much... Um, the idea is that you know you're not you're not the main character. The game very much emphasizes in its tutorial that you're kind of an omniscient person, like you're the player essentially. It's very kind yeah. of meta. You're the player controlling the character, so you have to use knowledge that you know the player wouldn't the player character wouldn't have to save him and stuff. Like that so it kind of it plays with that a lot. There's a, a really good puzzle where to save 
the main character, you it's a mild spoiler, but you have to go into the game's system settings and change a setting, which I thought was like very, very clever. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was cool. And it had like a kind of a two out of the first two hours. I was like, I'm enjoying this. This is good. And then after the first two hours, the credits roll. Okay. I was like, oh, right. This is happening. And then suddenly, and Kev, you'll love this as a fan of um, Zero Escape. And then they introduce ooh, a flow chart. Oh. And you can and you can go back to previous places in the game and make different decisions to have the path branch. And I was like, yes, I'm oh, yeah. oh, I love I'm a good flowchart. Yeah. So that's about all I'll say about it. Like, have, uh, you'll really enjoy it, Marcy. If you ever want, were to play one of these, I'd recommend five others <laughs> over it. But it is, it's quite pleasant and enjoyable. And the other thing I actually played recently, I actually messaged you guys about it, is I, I bought the Metal Gear Solid uh, Master Collection. Oh, yeah. Just... Just why not? I had no intention of playing any of them like fully, um, but I wanted to stick them on for a little bit. And it's just charming. It's funny. I was thinking the last time I played through any of these, I, I can remember exactly wasn't the lead up to Phantom Pain. When was that? Like 2015? 2015, I think. Yeah. yeah. Very much. You know, I've, I've talked about Metal Gear on this podcast more than I've, you know, played them in the last decade, you know? Mm. And I just played up to fighting the ninja in Metal Gear Solid 1. And I was like, that's okay for now. Just, you know, we talked about Metal Gear Solid so much. Just very charming. It's it, it's old. It made me feel old. Does that make sense? So I was like, oh, am yeah. I am I older than Solid Snake now? I think oh. I might be. Oh, Do you know no. stuff. Like, <laughs> I don't like that at all. Do you know stuff like that? And I was like, this is very PS One, but it's it's so ingrained in my just in my past. I was just enjoying it. I was it's all come back to me as well. I was like solving the rooms in the exact same way and stuff like that. And I was just I just I was I was thoroughly enjoying it. And I bought a digital copy because I just wanted it immediately. Didn't want yeah. to. And there's very charming ways, like you can go into the menu and open up a digital version of the old PS1 box. You have to turn around so you can get Meryl's codec and stuff like that. And and when you begin the game, you can create a fake memory PS1 memory card and fill it with Konami games for, I assume, for when Psychomantis starts reading your memory card later on and stuff like that. So it's it's neato. It's neato. Do do you think it's a good version in general? Because I know it's it's gotten quite a bit of hate uh, online in general. In Um, what way, Marcy? Do you know? That, that there wasn't really enough added to it and that it wasn't yeah. really much of a an upgrade or update. No. Um, I kind of no. disagree with myself, but yeah, well, what have you thought? I think, I no, it just seems like the PS1 version to me. Were people expecting it to be some kind of... Um, I think maybe uh, they were expecting some more remaster. Effort. Yeah, yeah remaster, more it's, not that, it's not and, that, no. Yeah, and I know it, it didn't really work like day one or day 10 right. on PC, right? So I think it was a PC. I think it was, yeah. I think the Steam version was an absolute disaster, but... Um, I think it's fine for what it, like what what do they want? Do you know what I mean? I think it's I think it's a remaster fine. would be cool, but like I wasn't. I think the reason I didn't this hasn't occurred to me more is because I wasn't expecting it. I was just expecting the PS One yeah. games. Although I did crawl under a tank, and as I looked up, the kind of tank disappeared for a moment, and I was like, that never happened on the PlayStation One because that's an update I, though. That's a twenty twenty three. Just because <laughs> games are just consistently broken now, they've, yeah. actually, they've added that in. Yeah, and there's there's few games I'm as confident to say that that never happened because I played Metal Gear Solid One about thirty five times on the PS One <laughs> when I was a kid. Like I was like, I've never seen this happen. But uh, fun times. I, I I will finish it slowly, and then I'm gonna play two. Uh, and then I think I'll play Snake Eater some other time, maybe closer to yeah. when that that finally gets remade. Yeah. So that's me. Perfect. So I suppose on to the um, the main course of the day. Uh, 2023, the year that was. The year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> um, not my Lord. Well, someone's Lord. Who can say? Um, yeah, so I kind of alluded to at the top that, you know, it has been an amazing year for releases. I know I've seen a lot of people putting it up there as one of the best years, maybe even the best year ever for releases and if you look at like 
the big AAA releases and the sort of the the game of the year nominees, um, like we did in, in an episode a couple of couple of weeks back when we looked at the the game awards game of the year nominees. You know, it can be hard to argue with that. There's obviously there's a lot of quality on show. There's a lot of cool stuff being done, and then also like in the indie spaces, there's been tons of of innovation and creativity on show across the board. But it's also, and I feel like we should probably address this right at the top. It's maybe the best year for the consumer of consumers of video games. Mm, yeah. It's been a rough year if it's your living, if it's your livelihood, if it's your job. Yeah. Mass layoffs across the board, frequently by companies that are turning massive profits, mm. but just not Epic. slightly not massive enough. Epic would be a huge <laughs> example of that. But like you know, it's across the board. It's it's yeah. U- Ubisoft and uh, Amazon slash their games department and everyone really. Yeah, um, and we'll kind of we'll get into it kind of because we're going to kind of go through the year and touch on like the big news stories and the big releases and kind of give our takes on things. But I did kind of want to at the top just talk about in general like the the layoffs and the culture of layoffs in the year has been fairly devastating. Yeah, it's good that we talk about seeing as the game awards decided. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to say. Is I know me and you had talked about it, John, and um, like. The game awards and whether we thought uh our lord and savior jeff Keighley would address it maybe in his his opening monologue because when he, there was the, the the allegations around the abuse culture um he did that year the game awards bring it up in his opening monologue you know there's no place for that sort of for abuse in the industry of course he then kind of undermined that by immediately showing a trailer by a david cage game but we, anyway um <laughs> God. Yeah, I was expecting him to say something, um, but I kind of get why he didn't as well. What? Why? Yeah, because I've heard a few people have that take. What? what why? What, like, what do you? Why do you say that? What? What makes you feel that way? I think his entire business model is predicated on publishers playing ball. Yeah, true. If he pisses off the wrong people, they stop giving him trailers. If he doesn't have trailers, he doesn't have. He has nothing. He, he doesn't yeah. have the viewership. He doesn't have the. the His the wife ads. left him. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, oh. he was he was um, dressing her up as quiet for Metal Gear Solid Five because he was such, <laughs> such a Kojima oh, fan. Oh, we'll, have to, to stop. we'll have to edit this bit out. Steph doesn't know you can leave someone over that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's a weird man because I am someone who has been laid off uh, in a tech uh, company before. Same, same. Uh, yeah, and so it's not it's not a fun experience. I just think. It, it's a weird thing because if it had been like, you know, the odd layoff here and there, that's fine. You know, it's, yeah. that, that happens. But it was mass. It was like, I think, I think the number I saw was 13,000 people in total in video games laid off for the year yeah, or something like that. It's, it's something in the world, all right. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, so I, huge numbers. I think he should have kind of touched on it a small bit, just just at some point. Like you're, you're, I totally understand, like, how would he even do that? But I think the monologue at the start would have been the perfect way to do it. Um, not like in, in you know in memoriam or something like that you know for all all, all thirteen thousand would take quite a while, um, but yeah I guess I get his yeah I get his point of view I guess yeah but I suppose we're um we're getting ahead of ourselves here uh, so we might as well go back to the start back to the beginning of the year um, back to um, some January back to, well January yeah <laughs> but some first some, month usually yeah. That's usually how it works. I was going to do it in reverse order. No, but back to a sort of a closure of a different kind. So the the first news item I have for 2023 is the end of Stadia. Mm. Do we have any any Stadia enjoyers in the group? I know I was I was bought in. 
Yeah, I, I had it. I think, what, what was it called again when it first came out? The, the Founders Edition. Founders Edition, yeah. Kind of, yeah, opened this. The controller was terrible. Um, so hard. Uh, yeah, it, like, honestly, I, I know we've talked about the podcast before, but I, I don't think it has had such great potential. It genuinely did if it worked. How incredible would that be? Mm-hmm. Like, I, mem- I remember having a chat with Owen once where he was like, what are you playing? What are you up to? And I was like, I'm actually playing Tomb Raider on an iPad right now. Yeah. And I was like, that's so incredible. But wasn't smooth enough and was kind of sporadic so yeah i don't know r.i.p but yeah it was too too soon i don't know too soon for that technology i don't know yeah i don't know because there's like the streaming sort of cloud technology is like being implemented elsewhere to great success like xbox have their x cloud and geforce now their streaming platform is like xm sarah has been using that to play um Baldur's gate 3 and it's been pretty much flawless any any issues she's had have been like on our side anytime our internet acts up obviously it goes to shit but she's had like no issues from the g4 side of things um so i mean like the there absolutely is use for that sort of streaming technology it just needs a company that's willing to buy yeah in. that's that it, google right you know they're like the, the first company that could try it because they just they're so huge and you know yeah data service all over the world but they're also the classic company to just throw something in the bin the minute it's not making money um because do you remember did you guys watch the reveal remember the big announcement yeah i did actually i I remember i had to walk to work uh i had a shift and i remember i was like you know this this might be historic so i kept watching it on my phone on the walk to work yeah. Now I feel kind of embarrassed because it's such a not a not historic thing at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 yeah, but it felt you're right. It did feel like oh, if this works yeah, and pulls did, off, yeah. it'll be you know it'll be pretty incredible. Like because for PC gamers in particular, I think you know chuck out all your you know constant having to upgrade hardware if it's going to be that mm-hmm. good. Uh, but yeah, obviously super super dead didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like speaking of things that were dead start of the year uh back in march we had nintendo closing the e-shops for the 3ds and the wii u which was yeah. uh, quite sad to see there's a lot of um games that have kind of been lost to well i suppose relegated to the realms of piracy now and um, that nintendo have, have continued their inexorable of march of progress um liam you have both of these consoles is there was there anything that you would like you picked up on, for those? Did you check I went it out? On, I went on before it ended and um, God, I can't even remember the details, but I couldn't buy something because oh. it, it wouldn't take cards anymore or something like that. So even yes. though it hadn't died, yes. so I had to get Nintendo points, which I didn't bother doing. All I can ever really remember wanting to get was Pikmin 2 because mm-hmm. that game was about to disappear into the ether. And then I didn't. And I was like, hopefully when Pikmin 4 comes out this year, they'll like re-release the old ones and they did. Yeah. So it's not such a tragedy, but... I'm a weird one, Kev, because I have quite a lofty Nintendo collection. Yeah. So if I want if a lot of the big ones, if I want to play them, I have access to them kind of several places. And I do have a, the Wii U in particular is my kind of go to. If I want to play a Game Boy Advance game, I have like a really cool collection on it. Yeah. But what was lost? Is there anything like really notable? Like that's hard to get now that those shops are closed mm-hmm. down. It is a bit of a tragedy. I admit, I admit those those shops are cute as well. They, they just the the UI of oh, them. It's such a it's a, it's such a time of Nintendo, you know. Yeah, I think I think there was the first thing that comes to mind. I think there was a couple of like uh, the Shin Megami Tensei games. Um, yeah, uh, four and its sequel, I believe, were locked to the 3DS and no longer exist now. Um, right, 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 right. Yeah. Was, I remember sure. there was a list doing the rounds at the time of all the games that were going to go away. Can't remember them off the top of my head now, but yeah, from, oh, yeah. A, from a game preservation point of view, it's it's not great. 
Don't worry, Nintendo will continue giving us one N64 <laughs> game every three months as long as we pay a £40 description. Sorry. Oh, let's not go down this road. It's <laughs> me so angry. Uh, I, I Google it quickly here, and apparently it was uh, over 1,000 digital-only games. Oh, wow. Uh, will, will be lost. I'm yes. sure there's a bunch of, no offense to those games, uh, but a bunch of kind of, you know, Oh, absolute um, shovelware no doubt yeah. but some of them but I'm really, sure yeah. like if, if you're not coming to our mind now I'm sure that there are these things that one day I might go oh I've never played this classic where can I get this and it was yeah. just like oh it used to be on 3DS and um, and we there's a Zelda game called Four Swords um, oh, yeah. oh yeah it's the one it's the so when, when Link's, when Link, to, Link to the Past was re-released on the Game Boy Advance back in the day they had a multiplayer version of it called Four Swords attached to it and Nintendo released that on 3DS mm-hmm and now that's completely lost it's become like a collector's item if you can find a 3ds with that on it it's like i and i have it i'm I'm reading here as well liam apparently um because of this the the store is closing uh the physical copies of any of those games have like quadrupled in price um really the the first barbie game for the 3ds right now is averaging about 400 dollars on ebay i don't have that one funnily enough Mm, sure (laughs) Just looking at my, my physical copies of 3DS games, they're kind of usual suspects ones. Uh, Zelda remake, Star Fox. Theorhythm Final Fantasy. Is that going for any money? Probably. Uh, those those games are beloved. Virtue's Last Reward to bring up um, Zero Escape again. Yeah, I, I should look into that. Uh, I should look into that. I'm really more, more precious about my classic, classic games. So I could, if they're for a lot of money, I would sell a couple of 3DS games. I would do it, honestly. Yeah. Also in March of that year, we had the, um, the ESA announced that E3 2023 was cancelled due to a lack of publisher support, but would definitely be coming back in 2024. <laughs> and we might have a bit more on that later. Is that the wording <laughs> they used? Did they really say definitely? Yeah, yeah. They were, they, were, they were insisting that it was a one-year blip and that they'd be back in person in 2024. Oh, that's no, 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 no. That's no, yeah. <laughs> what a shame. Yeah. And um, in April of this year, uh, Sony acquired the newly formed Firewalk Studios, who are working on a live service uh, first-person shooter called Concord that absolutely no one is excited for. Why, why was this put on your list, Kev? Just because, like, Sony... <laughs> because of Sony, Sony's stated... Wikipedia article, that's why. <laughs> no, because Sony in 2022 stated that they were going all in on live service games. That's mm-hmm. sort of... It's why they had acquired Bungie. It's why they're using Bungie as consultants for other studios on sort of multiplayer and live service oh, games. No, I, uh, yeah, I do remember this, Kev. Sorry. You're, yeah, I do remember this. Man, that is that feels like years ago. Mm. Oh, my God. I'm looking at the, the clips of it here. And I guess that's a real... Well, I don't want to jump ahead in the year, but has there been anything else announced or released about this? I don't think so. Okay. And what's the reputation of... Because I'm so outside of a lot of this, like stuff like Fortnite and things like that. I don't even realize how big they are. But in terms of live service games, what's their reputation these days? Because stuff like Avengers and stuff like that crashed and mm. burned, you know? Mm. Yeah, I think sort of the, the reputation is that it's very, very hard to do right. Mm. And I don't think you could get two people to agree on which game is the one that actually does it right. Yeah. Um, I think Bungie are kind of held as a high standard for it. Um, although it, it seems that no one hates Destiny more than Destiny fans. So it, it can be hard <laughs> to get a consensus there. I know Fortnite as well had a huge, they had like a, a big announcement, didn't they, recently? Like, they're adding a bunch of different kind of, like, Lego uh, yeah. worlds and stuff. Yeah. For it. And they even had Eminem came on and did, like, four songs live yeah. uh, during the event. So they're still big. And I suppose, didn't Naughty Dog kind of pull out of Last of Us multiplayer in kind of a way? Yeah. Oh, I'm jumping ahead again. 
Yeah, but no, you're hundred percent right that the the Last of Us multiplayer uh, that they had announced um, apparently Bungie had been brought in to consult on it and had problems with it and brought those to Sony. And the word from Naughty Dog is basically to make the game that they wanted to make, to make the game that would work and be worthwhile, Mm. they would have to devote the entire studio's time and resources to it. Mm. As in, they could make this multiplayer game and maintain it and do nothing else. Or they can let this project go and keep doing the different things that they're doing. They chose the second option. My heart does go out to people who would be yeah. disappointed in this, but mm. the and genuinely like, but the announcement of basically yeah. Naughty Dog cancelling their Last of Us multiplayer and decide to cancel or to decide to focus on story driven single player games. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah obviously, good, good. yeah, thank well, God. I mean, that's obviously <laughs> the right thing to do. Sony in general focusing on single player games. It's weird, like all through the years, like in the in the big age of kind of you know online games back in the Xbox 360 era and stuff like that, and now with games with live service, I've never felt like threatened by anything. The 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 standard single player game has never been threatened, even though people will grumble about it a lot. Mm-hmm. We get yes. loads of them, loads of them all the time. Nothing has ever usurped them, you know? Yeah. They've always like sat side by side. And I'm even getting the feeling now, like I said, I'm kind of outside of it with stuff like Avengers and stuff like that. Um, what was that one? Um, Bioware were forced to make a couple of years ago Anthem. that no one liked. Anthem. Oh, Anthem yeah. It just kind of feels like the people are still kind of on the side of your your Tears of the Kingdom, your Baldur's Gate, your Spider-Man, your God of War, you know, people like just these big single-player games aren't kind of, you know, annoyed by the, the live service kind of uh, method. Yeah, I think so. And I think, like, looking forward in the short term, I don't think, like, that Suicide game is going to do anything to buck that trend. Yeah. Um, no, that, no, uh, the Suicide more, Squad the... game, Kev. <laughs> the game you're, the, the game you're describing <laughs> is much more intense. Did, did, I, did I forget the you, word you, squad? You, yeah. you, you only play it once. <laughs> You can't lose. Um, <laughs> you also can't win. But, um, they, they had a bunch of leaks as well, actually, unfortunately. Uh, they did, yeah. Didn't they? Yeah, sadly. So, yeah. yeah. Poor guys. Um, did they leak anything that makes the game look good? Uh, no. All right. I'm safe enough to continue to ignore that one, I think so. Um, and speaking of games, we had a, a lot of releases at the start of the year. Um, it was kind of front-loaded a bit. Um, Liam for us weebs there was the uh, Persona 3 and 4 re-releases there was the, the Fire Emblem yeah. that you mentioned already um, yeah. there was some indie darlings uh, Pizza Tower which I haven't played yet but looks amazing um, Owen's Game of the Year contender Dead Space the remake came out uh, as did one of my Game of the Year contenders actually Hi-Fi Rush which I don't think any of you guys have played yet don't have an Xbox don't have an Xbox get an Xbox play Hi-Fi Rush it's not I mean uh, if I'm being fair it's not a system seller it's not good enough for me to go you have to buy the console to play this but if there's like one other game on Xbox that you really want to play just fucking get one and play that and Hi-Fi Rush it's great it's so good I remember what was that Australian uh, skill up he did Mm. an episode on it and he just he adored it. Like he absolutely adored it. So yeah, it's it's on my list. I think I, I need to pick it up. Yeah, it's basically it's like playing you're playing Devil May Cry with one hand and you're playing Guitar Hero with the other, and it just <laughs> gels and in, into this sort of mad fun spectacle of like these insane combos done in time to the music. And the soundtrack is banging as well. You have a couple of different nine inch nails tracks on there that were a, a real oh. surprise. Um, yeah, hurt. <laughs> not not hurt surprisingly but um 
Yeah, it's um, it's great. It, it actually has a surprisingly good plot as well. Like uh, great voice acting, uh, the animation, the art style is beautiful. Firmly recommend. Okay, awesome, awesome. Yeah, um, moving forward then in February, we had the Metroid Prime remaster. Um, mm-hmm. We had uh, Octopath Traveler 2, um, mm-hmm. Like a Dragon Ishin, which is a, a beloved game from the Yakuza franchise that I think 2024 might be the year that I finally get into the Yakuza games. And you know, they're not calling it Yakuza anymore. They've yeah. retired. They've retired. Oh, there. really? It's yeah. called Like a Dragon now, which is what it's always been called in Japan. And so they've wanted to... Uh, I believe... Now that, now that it's a properly, properly um, big franchise in the East and West, I think they wanted to consolidate yeah. all this into a single franchise. Yeah. Didn't they do the same thing that, um, that Capcom did for Resident Evil for the seventh game where... Yes. They used the alternate title as the subtitle in the different regions. So it was Yakuza Like a Dragon. And in Japan, it was Like a Dragon Yakuza. And then they kept the Like a Dragon title mm-hmm. going and the English titles going forward then. Yeah, Ishin looks great. Um, I will I played, eventually get around to it. I played the Judgment games. I'm not sure if you've played those. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're fantastic. It obviously, flips in his head. You know, you're the super serious, incredibly cool cop. Um, but you know, again, you're on your way to a mission, and then two seconds later, I'm Mario, and you know, yeah. Mario Kart race. This doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but no, yeah. they're they're great games. They're wacky as fuck. But hmm. I've only ever played Yakuza Zero, but that has you know, man, men crying in the rain because you know they have to you know kill their best friend and stuff like that. And then there's also a mission <laughs> where you have to basically fight zombies to protect uh who's a, a person who's a gen, essentially michael jackson do the video for thriller while being directed by a person who's essentially steven spielberg yeah <laughs> i love it i love it <laughs> I love, like, okay. I, i've played a bit of yakuza zero too and it went from like bludgeoning a man with a bicycle in the street and then, then the next mission is like you have to go to a restaurant with a girl and pretend to be her boyfriend for her overbearing parents. It's just, it's brilliant. It's bizarre. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so uh, to wrap up the sort of the, the releases in the first part of the year, we had the, the PSVR 2 came out. Um, you get that, Marcy? Yeah, you're uh, you're a VR guy, aren't you? Yeah, I had it pre-ordered and I cancelled my, uh, okay. my, which I, in hindsight, wow, I'm not upset about that at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, I did. The only thing I actually played on it, because I, I did play it at work, um, mm-hmm. was Gran Turismo. And okay. it, look, I am I just can't do uh, some games in VR, unfortunately. It give me really bad motion sickness. Um, yeah. But man, oh, like, honestly, incredible. Like, the, the fidelity is amazing. Um, you know, I'm not really big into cars and, and racing games that much. Um, but I genuinely did feel like I was going like 140 kilometers. Uh, spent most of my time actually looking around the car, which wasn't yeah. very helpful at all uh, driving. Um, but again, it's the same problem, man, that like every piece of your tech has had, there just hasn't been enough games. Yeah. Um, so I've never really been super tempted um, to, to kind of drive. And it's still very expensive. I think it's like, is it 600, 700 bucks or something like that? Um, something like that. It's, it's yeah. more expensive than the console currently, yeah. Yeah, I know it's, it's essentially crazy. not, but for, from a marketing point of view, and it needs to not feel like a peripheral. Yeah. yeah. It needs to feel like its own thing and therefore it needs more games. You need to feel like you're buying a console for these games rather than you're buying an add-on for your PlayStation. But, uh, didn't an, RP- an RPG released very recently, like last week, um, I think I saw iGen give it like 9.5 or something or maybe I'm mm. going mad here that, that's out for the PSVR 2 as well and they've talked about it being a potential seller is that so Asgard's Wrath? 
Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah I, th- I that, thought that I thought that was a a Meta it, Quest exclusive. It, it could be an exclusive for yeah for that, which is it does look right. unbelievable to be. It fair. looks fantastic though, yeah. But that's that's the kind of type of game that would maybe make me want to yeah, you know drop sure. some money. But uh, I haven't seen anything else to kind of make me change my mind. I think if they add Half Life, Alex, hmm. yeah, that's yeah. that's going to be that's the sort of title that would drive me over. Anything short of that, there's so much cool stuff being done in VR. And lots of stuff that if I was already bought in, I'd be happy to try. But there's nothing that's getting me over that initial purchase line yet. Anyway, no, and like I use, I still use my Quest Two probably every week, um, but mm-hmm. just to watch movies, <laughs> just to watch. Uh, it's called I can't remember the name of it. It's big screen, just just for the sake of a cinema screen of my own and watch movies. Uh, or awesome. when my father comes to visit to watch him play table tennis, a seventy year old man just be blown away because i don't know if have you like watching someone older play vr is an incredible thing my dad's just like the future is here i can't believe it this, mm, this is amazing yeah. I'm like, it's, oh. it's, it's some star trek shit like it is yeah yeah and i totally get it but yeah and he, he's terrible at table tennis so yeah i was watching a youtube video the other day just about um old films it was a red letter media video and they were watching a film about an arcade where kids are getting sucked into a virtual reality game and i was kind of thinking this was made in like the early 90s and the idea of virtual reality was like futuristic and we were around then and now it's not it's our reality and i yeah. wish mm. i was more excited about it i feel like i should yeah. be i should i feel like i should be embracing it going like, oh my god the future is here but i'm just not ready to take the plunge yet I, I i've loved it every time i played it though but i just want to i don't want to buy one i'm not ready yet yeah but i think you you were at my place liam and it was a, yeah a few people a few people around general um <laughs> this is just a side me and liam have a chat um <laughs> but i had it there and i said to a few people because I'd, I'd absolutely charge it up earlier in the day because I was like, oh, it'd be funny if I could have a few drinks and play it. And no yeah. one wanted to try it. Like, nah. I, I played it the next day. I had a good time with it. I was sorting around, around your space station. That space station. Oh, that's, that's why it was all... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? yeah. And uh, speaking of yikes, another big release at the start of the year was um, Hogwarts Legacy, a game that we have... <laughs> avoided like the plague on this uh, can i do a brief aside can i do a brief aside for a moment about this because sure. netflix because of their the the writer's strike and the actor's strike probably a combination of both netflix now have to release more of their uh, analytics mm-hmm. so they've done oh, that sorry, and all sorry. the streaming all the streaming services do yeah so netflix did their first one here right and it's just one of those things where you're kind of like oh you know you, three of us you know, we're film buffs were tv fans and you and then i'm like i look at the number one most watched thing on netflix and i have no idea what it is yeah and it just kind of makes you realize you can be really into something but you can be so outside the kind of collective thoughts of your fellow man and what truly is popular and that's how i feel about hogwarts legacy was i do think is the biggest game of the year sales wise but hasn't it didn't pop up anywhere in any game awards but it's probably the game that most households have played and to add to that liam i don't know Mm. if you know this but today it was announced uh, google did their kind of google wrapped it was the most Googled video game of the year. Um, and it, like, it, it broke records compared to like two, three, and four that was after it. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know how much of that was the, the, the controversy around it as opposed to the actual game. Yeah. Um, just as a, another aside, can you do a side to a side? I think we're yeah. three, we're three yeah. aside. I think, I think if um, you do four asides, you end up back at the start. Yeah. <laughs> Get us back there. <laughs> um, what was the Netflix, number one Netflix show or movie? It was called like the. It was. It was a show. It was called <laughs> the Squid Game. <laughs> then yeah, I'm like, what is that? Stranger, what? No, um, is it no? Is the Night Manager? I think is the one with uh, Tom Hiddleston. That's the one. It, yeah, the yeah, Night Guard. 
the night night manager is brilliant actually can we talk brilliant. about that instead it's actually, a very yeah, good show fantastic yeah uh, Hugh Laurie no sorry <laughs> but, um, he should be the new James Bond the he? night manager the night <laughs> just keep you saying it, it eventually it'll be true you said it the night agent yeah that's this okay never yeah. even heard of it dude no, no, no idea I don't know what it is and it's by far the most watched thing that and like Suits I think maybe Suits maybe Suits wasn't Netflix like I can't remember Sorry, that's the end of the aside. Okay, you can go back. Uh, back. Sorry, okay, you, can move, you can move on, Kev. Sorry. Yeah, so so veering back on course, I suppose, with uh, Hogwarts Legacy, you know, we don't need to get into the ethics of it because I think essentially trans rights are human rights, fuck turfs. But um, mm-hmm. it's wild that a game that has been so successful and has mm-hmm. the word legacy in the title has had absolutely no impact on the gaming zeitgeist. Like I have not seen, I have not James, seen James, memes the James Cameron's or references. Avatar. It's it's the James Cameron's avatar of video games, yeah. a massive money maker that has done nothing culturally. <laughs> Do you think that's because of the controversy or because it's actually not that good? Yeah, I mean, it could be a little bit of both. I mean, I also suppose I have to face facts that you know, with the sort of the algorithmic content on the internet, it's not going to show up in my Instagram feed because yeah. you know. Well, mainly because I probably would have blocked anyone who brought it up. But, um, but yeah, it's popping up in Graham Lennon's YouTube uh, homepage every five <laughs> minutes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I, uh, I watched lots of Let's Plays on it, to be honest. Um, and like, I was never going to buy it um, mm. because exactly what you said, Kev. You know, I always feel if you don't want to support something, you know, keep your wallet in your pocket kind of thing. Um, but uh, I... It didn't look great to me, man. Like it didn't yeah. look like it did anything new or anything amazing. It looks very polished, um, you know, which is a big thing for twenty twenty three. But it didn't like look at reinvented the, re- the wheel or anything like that. And I, I'm actually a huge Harry Potter fan. Yeah, a lot less than I used to be. Um, yeah, me too. For back in the day, I was a big old fan. Yeah, so. yeah, huge fan. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, man. Yeah, let's. Yeah, as you said, no, move on. Yeah, you're right. No point to going down that route. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah I suppose before we, we move on to the rest of the year, the last sort of big release in the first quarter was Resident Evil 4. We've said our pieces we've, about that we've 15, spoken times, about that. 15 times. Yeah, we've hardly <laughs> spoke about Resident Evil on the podcast. I'm sure the fans would love another. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So to spare any um, returning <laughs> listeners the hassle of having to hear us talk about it again if anyone is interested in that we have a big old episode where we talk about the the resi 4 remake and the original game contrast and compare i think it's a great episode go check it out um nice very good it's very good episode. but other than that we'll move on so into the summer of this year i suppose the big news story uh from my point of view in the summer was the absolute arse falling out of the embracer group um so for those who don't know the embrace group are a i think swedish uh like conglomerate that uh went on this big acquisition spree through 2022 they bought fucking everything they could get their greedy little mitts on they got the ip rights for the lord of the rings they bought gearbox studios who make borderlands games they bought um square enix's western studios like crystal dynamics so they got ips like tomb raider and deus ex and soul reaver um, outside of video games, they bought Asmodee, which is the biggest board game publisher in the world. They bought Dark Horse mm-hmm. Comics. They bought like the oh, a film what? a film studio. They have spread their tentacles across the globe. They basically went from not being an entity to ex- to owning like extremely high profile IPs and having studios and dev teams around the world. One important thing they didn't have cash. 
And so <laughs> this year they made a deal uh, for uh, somewhere in the region of two billion injection of cash to basically get things made to then make that money back. And at the very last minute that day, that deal fell through. They went from projecting having two billion coming in to having basically nothing. And their reaction to that was essentially to slash jobs, to yeah. close studios, to cancel right. projects. Um, they have like one that really hurts for me is they had rebooted um, uh, Free Radical, the studio that made the Time Splitters oh, games. Time Splitters, yeah, yeah, and they were working on a new Time Splitters. Time Splitters Two is, for my money, <clears throat> probably the best local multiplayer shooter ever made. It's just absolute bonkers. It's tons huge, of fun. Huge claim. Huge claim. But, but I mean, yeah, who's, who's going to call me out on it? Um, Not me. Yeah. So I, I like was gutted when uh, they they shuttered that. Um, but yeah, like across the board, they've had huge, huge closures and, and layoffs, um, which, as you said, it's not unique to them this year. It's been mm. around the industry, but still, it, it sucks to see someone, um, someone who had gathered so much IP, who had the potential to, you know, they could have made new Tomb Raiders. We could have a new Deus Ex game. We could like the Soul Reaver IP has been languishing for oh, yeah, twenty yeah, years. Yeah. A Legacy of Kane would be class. It would be so it? good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like we're we're not going to see any of that anytime soon, if ever. Um, while you, there's... you mentioned uh, you mentioned Lord Rings IP, did they have anything to do with Gollum? No, no. the that Gollum no. game I think was in on the go before they had mm. purchased this IP. Um, so they they had no hand in that. Um, which I suppose is a good point. Brings us on to the games that released um, in the sort of summer this year, and uh, yeah, Gollum was one of them. Um, at the time, for, um, for at, yeah, I, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, go on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was at release on track to be the worst game of the year. Isn't yeah. that so funny? Six months later, it might be third or fourth worst. Yeah, game it, of the it, year. it yeah. probably cracks the bottom five, but there's been some absolute <laughs> fucking stinkers. Um, yeah, it looks. It, it's like it's unpolished. It's unfinished. Um, it, like, but even the stuff that is there is just uninteresting. Like, it's 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 a bad game, badly made and rushed out. There's very little to say about it, positive, um, other than it exists technically. Well, what do you think uh, it's like being a dev making a game like that? It's the one thing I always want. Not going to blame. Not going to blame. No, it's not their no. fault, of course. Yeah. No, no, no uh, one sets out to make a bad game. No, of course. Or, and obviously, you no know, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, as uh, I mentioned earlier in the show, David Cage does this. David Cage, yes, exactly. What I thought it was all yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Owen just turned off the podcast almost for sure. Uh, yeah, he's had enough through his phone, through his phone in the lake. But I, I'm curious, like, obviously, yeah, it's not the dead fault, but it's you know, management and it's uh, money, it's, it's time, tough, it's, it's money, yeah. it's time, it's um, the workload, it's project managers, it's absolutely, it's all these things. It's I'm, yeah. like I'm, a lot of people, if not every person who's making games grew up playing games they don't want to make a bad game so it's a little heartbreaking you know but um definitely fun to poke at the corpse afterwards yeah yeah for sure and staying on that theme uh may also saw the release of uh xbox's first uh exclusive of the year redfall nice um, nice one xbox well done, yeah guys. now i did play a little bit of this one and yeah it's it's about as bad as people say I believe they've, they've patched it a good bit since, so it's probably less broken now. Mm. But the issues with that game are pretty fundamentally not to do with how it runs. They're to do with what it is. They took a team that 
that specialize in making, you know, immersive sims, um, like single player games, yeah, deep games with like multiple routes through levels, like incredible level design, um, giving players a toolkit to maneuver through it and do things in whatever way they want. They took that team and they got them to make yet well, another it, fucking live service. It was the other studio in France. It was Arcane Austin, I think. It wasn't the same chaps who made Dishonored. Um, True. From yeah. what I understand, yeah, right. but it's still yeah. same. Same yeah. overarching studio, I guess. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%, yeah no, you're right, right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it just it sucks. It sucks to see it, but it, it sucks worse to play it. Um, maybe maybe we should get an Xbox game. Maybe we should. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe this is we, we should maybe we should do that as a thing for for our listeners, like kind of a, a buyer beware kind of thing. We should go and play these bad games. Maybe Kev, you did the right thing. By... I would love to do that. It'd be if, fun, wouldn't it? If I got paid to do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that would literally be a dream come true. But you don't get paid, Liam? Squeezing <laughs> it in with my like work life and my, you know, my <laughs> my dwindling mental health. No, I don't think I, I want to play games I want to play in my spare time. Yeah, I, c- I couldn't spend 60 euro on gone. <laughs> Something would break inside of me. Someday, yeah. someday we'll get there and we'll be able to play bad games for a living and all will yeah. be well. In, in 2024, when we launch the Patreon to a massive success, mm-hmm. we'll, yes. we'll all quit our day jobs and <laughs> just play shit games all day. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of games that are not shit, May also yes. saw the release of Tears of the Kingdom. Was that May, was it? Yeah. I think the only thing I really have to say about that at this point, because we've talked about it so much, was like Own in the previous episode dropping the fucking pun in the title of Tears of the Kingdom that I'd never gotten before. Remember when we were doing that episode? Yeah, I remember him saying it. Tears, because there's three layers of Hyrule. Tears. Tears, yeah. Yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. Wow. That's all I'd say, but like, you know, my game. It's still good second time around. I'd forgotten that. I was editing that episode and I was like, Own, you diabolical. I Jen's game of the year as well, I believe, wasn't it? Did they? That must have pissed people yeah. off. Yeah, it is. Whole bunch. Ah, yeah. People like people like a uniform game of the year across all outlets with no opinions that differ from each other at all. I know it's but, but Tears <laughs> of the Kingdom, uh, absolute masterpiece. Any oh, yeah. other year, yeah. easy, easy win. What oh, no, a game! Have we done an episode about that yet? Are you still waiting for me? No, but we've talked about it so much now. Like it, like uh, I would do one sometime about uh, both of on. them, about yeah. Breath of the Wild and Tears of Kingdom. But yeah, like, it's not right. priority anymore. I think we can give it some breathing space. Yeah, I think we we discussed it in in good them, depth yeah. in our um, uh, Game Dear Awards Year. Game of the Year nomination yeah. episode a couple of weeks back. So if people are interested in hearing more on that, they can click back to that one and check it out there. Um, although, yeah, we probably will do a deeper dive on it at some stage in the future. That's too good. Yeah. Um, in terms of other summer releases, there's a ton. There was Street Fighter Six, Diablo Four, um, Final Fantasy Sixteen. Um, in indie games, there was uh, Dave the Diver, um, oh, Amnesia yeah. the Bunker, which is a a game that I would strongly recommend you stay away from, Marcy, because it is honestly the scariest game I've ever played. Oh, you talked about it before, I think. Yeah. On the podcast. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, probably, yeah, I, think yeah. I probably said the same thing. Yeah. It's great. I think, is it the same? Is it like from the series Amnesia? Because I think I played it on PC a long time ago. Yeah. 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 yeah no, fuck yeah. that. Not for me. Yeah. They took the, the, the Amnesia format of that sort of there's a big scary monster and you're hiding in tight corridors. And what they've done is none of those games previously had combat. So for the bunker, they've given you a pistol and there's like seven bullets in the entire game. So they give you the illusion you can defend yourself which makes it all the more scary when the thing appears out of nowhere and just slashes you to pieces. I, it's I great. just shoot, shoot myself seven times. <laughs> that was that game Kev was talking about earlier on, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Final Fantasy 16. I think, Liam, you're the only one of us who played that. Any thoughts really on that? Really good game. Really good game. I'd say it's about the ninth or tenth best Final Fantasy game. Okay. 
Mm. Really good. So, uh, so, it's, so it's in the top half of the lower half of Final Fantasy games. When I've, because I didn't finish it, yeah. I never got to the ending. I, I dropped off it. When I do eventually play it again, maybe sometime in 2024, what I'm going to do, and I recommend anyone who plays it to do the same, is don't fuck around with side quests because they dragged the game down. They absolutely, they killed the pacing. And although the writing is ostensibly good, it's all very dry and boring. So don't do it. Mm. That's my recommendation. So when I eventually play it, I'm going to just cut a swath through that game. And I think I'm going to enjoy it more. And I'll find out what happens to Clive and his dog and his woman. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember the names of the <laughs> Except for Clive, the man. I remember that. Yeah, yeah you, remember, you remember what the, what the white man is called. <laughs> no, I, I remember all the, Clive and Jill and Sid at all. <laughs> sure, I, I haven't played it, so I can't say you're wrong. Write that down for any of this. Yeah, so um, moving on towards the back half of the year then, uh, in terms of news, we had Nintendo announcing that uh, Charles Martinet was stepping down as the voice of Mario. Aww. Yeah, sad to see. End of an for era. Five, yeah, for five minutes I was terrified it was because they were going to put Chris Pratt in the role instead for oh, the game, God. but that didn't, that didn't come to pass. And Mario He's Wonder so is the cool. first yeah, <laughs> Mario Wonder is the first game where you can see the new voice actor, and apparently it's pretty hard to tell the difference for the most part. Okay. Yeah, from like seeing yeah. trailers and clips and stuff, it's you know, it's it's not Baldur's Gate three. He's not doing a ton of talking. <laughs> He's not, but not known for his monologues. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, it is sad though. Like no, like in a kind of way, I, I don't know why he stepped down. I imagine it's to, to do with age, but that's just a guess. I I don't really don't know, but it is sad. Like he was part of all our childhoods and his. Mm. his he's been there and he always seemed to love it as well even yeah. before even before mario 64 um mario 64 was the first like main uh, mario game to have his voice in it but there was like educational mario games that he mm-hmm. did before that and there was also this thing where he used to do it like maybe it was e3 or something similar to a space world or whatever was going on back in the 90s there'd be a kind of a floating mario head on a screen and kids go up or adults as well if you want and you know talk to a virtual mario and it was him and it was one of his first gigs so he's just he's really been like doing it a long long time you know that's cool Hmm. I never saw the movie. What was what was Chris Pratt like as as Mario? It's fine. Yeah, it's he actually he actually was fine. Yeah, I, that movie is absolutely fine. I if I was given the opportunity to write a Mario movie, obviously then you have to give Mario a character arc, which is pretty novel. I'd come up with something other than he is concerned, he's disappointing his parents. That's his character arc. It's for kids, though. It's, it's such an illumination type, just shit idea. <laughs> Anyway, good movie though. It's fine. The animation is quite pretty. The music is unreal. The music is the music's best part, and the references. I was there. Like, yeah. there's an R wing on his TV. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in terms of uh, era's ending, uh, September was when the ESA announced that E3 was actually going to be cancelled for 2024, but would Wait. definitely be back in 2025 <laughs> right okay so this is there was three different announcements i was mm-hmm. wondering when it was announced recently that it was cancelled cancelled i was wondering why it, that, i'm like, actually confused happened. now yes yeah. Yeah. i'm very confused so, start of the year they cancelled 2023 and said 2024 was definitely going to happen september they also cancelled 2024 was like oh no but we for sure will be back in 25 <laughs> for realsies not, pinky promise <laughs> And uh, spoiler alert, the ESA will pop up one more time in this podcast. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh. It is, it is it's sad. sad. It's, it is yeah, sad. Right? It, it yeah. is comparable to, to, comparable to Martinet. It's been a part of our, you know, childhood for ages. And it was just always such an event. Even when we kind of were starting to realize it was shit, it was always an event to go, oh, E3 is happening from this date to this date. And all the announcements are going to be there. And we'd watch the live press conferences and stuff like that. I hope 
the companies pick up the slack and it still feels like there's some kind of event happening in the middle of the year that, that everyone just yeah. decides to start releasing, you know, mm. announcements and, and um, streams. Well, and well I mean, like and for the Game Awards, huh? Well, the yeah, well, well yeah. Uh, God King Keeley does have his Summer Games Fest. Summer Game mm-hmm. Fest, yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, very, it's very bland, man. I don't, really <laughs> yeah, get, it. I don't get it, man. Yeah. To take to take a leaf out of Kev's book, um, we have an old episode on our favorite memories of E3. If anyone wants yep. to wax nostalgic about that now that it's been uh, killed, uh, so it, <laughs> scroll down to our one of our early episodes, Marcy, in the top in, in the first twenty. Anyway, it yeah. is uh, one of the early episodes. <laughs> I was going to say the number, but my phone has frozen, so. <laughs> I will not be able to say that. But look, just just, you, just uh, say uh, any uh, number and we'll edit it in afterwards, just in someone no. else's voice. <laughs> Chris Pratt, again, to come in and do it. So uh, cool. yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's a, we did it though. We like the Half Life episode as well. They they exist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I suppose the the other kind of big news story um, around then was: Did you guys hear about Unity? Um, changing their pricing structure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, doing it. the business equivalent of shitting in their own hands and clapping. Um, they announced that they were going to charge per install. So basically, if someone was to buy a game, install it on their laptop, install it on their Steam Deck, and install it on their home PC, the devs would get paid for one sale, but would then be charged for three installs. Um, scummy, scummy, scummy. Yeah, did, did, they, they roll, did they roll back on it at all? or did they, they... they did. They came under a huge amount of pressure, and eventually they, they rolled back on it. The, um, the CEO of Unity is a guy called John Ricciatello, um, who is, I was going to say he's a piece of shit, but I've already called him a CEO, so same thing. Um, he previously was the CEO of EA uh, during the time when it got ranked as the worst company in the US two years running. <laughs> and John Ricciatello, before this Unity scandal, the thing he was most famous for was he floated the idea of charging players cash to reload their guns in online shooters <laughs> while working that at is, EA. That is mental. Uh, I'm, yeah, no, I'm not even well. joking. I guarantee anyone who knows that man, he's a sociopath. And I don't mean, mean dragging his name also, to the now. <laughs> listen, I know it's, you know, attacking a guy's ideas or his actions is all well and good and attacking his appearance is, you know, juvenile <laughs> and should not be encouraged. But just... Just give this guy a Google. He looks like a fucking. He looks like a waxwork of a dickhead. Let's get a live reaction on uh, on this. What's his name? John. Yeah, go on. John Riccatello. Yeah, Riccatello. God, it's mid melting. What's yeah. wrong? With you? Oh God. Oh yeah. Oh, he's so ugh. He's yuck. Yeah. Dead shark eyes. Yeah, yeah. That's right, like a, like a doll's eyes. Like a doll's yeah. eyes. Mm. Yeah, don't like him at all now. No, give me a fan. Mm. Yeah, and I suppose the, the last bit of big news in the autumn then was uh, the acquisition of Activision Blizzard King by Microsoft finally going through, having been blocked mm. by competition authorities and various rulings in the UK and elsewhere. Um, do we care? How much did they spend? $69 billion, I think. Nice. Uh, absolutely insane. No, I don't. I don't. No one cares. Do I? I don't care. Uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty, which they've they've said will stay multi-platform, and I'll stay not playing it, so it doesn't have a huge effect on me. I think the last one. I think where it will have a big effect for Microsoft is it's not the A or the B, it's the K, um, King, their their mobile gaming, Candy Crush stuff like that. That's going to be a huge revenue source for very little right. effort. So I think right, I right. think that's 
they're saying it's about like acquiring the IP and getting like those those big Blizzard IPs and getting Call of Duty. But my take is the king is the part they're after. Like they want to lock down the mobile gaming space because it's just it's a license to print money. You know. What do they have? Uh, Warcraft, uh, Overwatch, yeah. Diablo. Um, do I have Dota? Is that a thing anymore? I think it's still huge. Yeah, pretty much a thing. Yeah. yeah. Hearthstone is that Blizzard? Hearthstone is Blizzard. Yep. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. So, um, like they they they'll make money off this for sure, um, but it's it's literally it's no game series franchise or IP that I actually care about. So I've kind of kept it at arm's length. What a shit year for Microsoft, though. Like uh, we're still what we're in December and just nothing. Like X like Xbox in general. What a fucking <laughs> awful year for them to even think about. Yeah, I suppose it's, uh, on that note, what were the big releases at that time? <clears throat> Starfield. <laughs> yeah, I've even I've even played it. I can't. I don't. I, let's not talk. I can't. I'm gonna leave. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's. We'll we'll sum it up as uh, I don't know uh, uh, an uninspiring execution of an uninspiring game. Um, but also releasing around that time was Baldur's Gate Three, mm-hmm. which isn't coming out for Xbox until it's out already, it isn't it? Is it out now? I think. Yeah, it was it was Shadow Drop it during it was Shadow Drop oh, during the was. during the Game Awards. I thought um, that was just a release date. Didn't know it was actually out yet. Huh? No, I believe um, Sven Vinky had intended on announcing it during his acceptance speech and forgot to do so because he was told to please wrap it up by the teleprompter. <laughs> Keely, Keely, how much time did he give to Kojima to announce his weird horror game? It, it felt like about forty five minutes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, I'm, I'm the biggest Kojima apologist known to man, but yeah, I get it. Can we go back to Starfield for just one second? Um, just so I can get something else off my chest. Um, I was close to playing it. Mm. I'd watched um, a YouTube video called uh, Starfield Isn't That Bad, But It's Mostly Bad. Which <laughs> okay. shows you how much I'm scraping the barrel here. But it didn't make me go, oh, okay, I'll give it a go. And as I stood up, I was like, I'll go load in the PC because it'll take you know, forever to install. Mm-hmm. Um, Steph was like, oh, do you hear about... Uh, what uh, Bethesda are doing? I'm like, oh, no, is it uh, some more bullshit? And she's like, yeah, they're uh, responding to reviews. Oh, yeah. Know, on Steam. Did you see a few of those? Yeah. Oh, Pretty pathetic. Did you Pretty see the one pathetic. where they where uh, a player had complained about all the sort of the, the empty planets, obviously the, the procedurally generated ones, but just no empty planets. Yeah. yeah, just no content on it. And the Bethesda employee replied by saying, you know, like when when Armstrong and Aldrin walked on the moon, that was pretty empty and it didn't disturb them. Oh, God, that's such oh. a... I don't think booting up Starfield is quite the same as being the first humans to land on the moon. What an insane comparison. My yeah. God. Oh, anyway. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Would you think Xbox will have a, a better year next year? They have to pull something out of the fire in a big way, don't they? Like, they have to uh, really... Ninja for this generation... And Ninja Theory finally releasing that Hellblade sequel that I really like to play. I believe that is targeting a, a 24 release, all right. Um, so it's all, it's all about the games. What do they have that I can't play elsewhere? Yeah. You know, what's coming? That's. I'm still not against the idea of buying a Series S and just having it for Game Pass. And, That's and what I do. Playing a few games. Yeah, but I just don't... There's nothing that excites me about the, the Xbox in terms of... Mm. There's no big game that I can't play at the moment. It's all about the games for me, you know? Well, Liam, you could, instead of using Game Pass, just stick with PlayStation Plus, um, yeah. which is, you know, I think the best streaming service. Sure. And to take a leaf out of Kev's book and Liam's book, 
if you go to episode 60, uh, you can actually <laughs> you can actually listen to us talk about that in a bit more uh, a bit more depth. Yeah. So there you go. Lots of and you had Christmas. a number on that one and everything. Well done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it, it could be. A, I have no idea. I don't even know what number we're on now. Who knows? Yeah. Much, much like the Game Awards, this episode is just evolving into just ads. Yeah, Liam, keep, <laughs> Liam keeps texting me to wrap up as well. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, other big releases around then. Um, Overwatch 2 came out and was universally hated. Um, sea of Stars yeah. came out and was universally loved. Yes. Uh, Liza P. Is a good one? Oh, yeah. Um, Liam, I, I, you played a little bit at my house. I think you fought the final boss and I, got to the second phase. It was kind of annoying. Yeah. I got the second phase of my first try. I never even played the game. That's what you call pro gamer skills. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a big Pinocchio fan. So those yeah. things merged. Wasn't I singing I Have No Strings as I did it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was disturbing. Yeah. yeah I don't know how it made boys. it sound like you had a choir, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> you do love boys with big noses. If, uh, oh, there Kev, you go. if you had to pick, uh, maybe they're a bit different, but Sea of Stars or Chained Echoes, that was called? Yeah. What would you pick? Uh, I think... Chained Echoes is the better game. It's it's more interesting combat and it's a better story. Uh, but the difference is pretty marginal. I think Sea of Stars is great. Uh, you can't go wrong with either of them. I'd recommend both. But if you're only doing one, I'd recommend Chained Echoes. What a great year. What an amazing year. Yeah. Um, other releases, we had Assassin's Creed Mirage. I assume no one cares. Mirage. Mirage. Uh... Um, no, I, I I thought I was because I used to really like Assassin's Creed until yeah, same. like Black Black Flag was I still think is a really really good game, um, but there hasn't been a good one since. Um, so that's kind mm. of where stuff. Although Origins wasn't the worst. I know Steph, uh, who might be appearing on the podcast very soon, uh, Ooh, listeners, um, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, very soon. Uh, but uh, yeah, Origins wasn't the worst. Uh, I played, I think I played like forty minutes of Valhalla. And I was like, well, yeah. no, we won't be, we won't be doing this. Um, yeah, so really. yeah, yeah, no, very, very poor. Yeah, um, we moving on. We had some of the big hitters came out that time of year. We had um, Spider Man Two, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and Alan Wake Two, all three of which we've covered on that uh, Game Awards episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, released around the same time, we also had Skull Island: Rise of Kong. Circling back to that Gollum <laughs> conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but I, f- I find in terms of you know contenders for worst game of the year, and they're from the same publisher, aren't they? This one and Gollum, I think, aren't they? Oh, possibly, yeah. No, no, uh, I don't think they are. I, no. I, oh, maybe not. But I think this one is more fun. Gollum actually just looked miserable. I'm sure yeah. this the King Kong one is miserable to play as well. But I actually had a good time watching some streamers play this one. Yeah, yeah really I assume funny. like I, I, uh, yeah. I assume you guys have seen it, but just for the benefit of the audience, there is one part, a cutscene in it, mm. where. <laughs> They, I don't know, did they forget or did they run out of time? But instead of like rendering in-engine assets, Kong turns around to look at a dinosaur. It's just a JPEG. It's just, it's just, just a stillish, I, still image. I implore our listeners to Google it. It yes, is. It is. <laughs> and I just want to say as well, my heart goes out in an equal measure to the devs of this one because I'm sure they didn't want to make um, a bad game and I'm sure they were under a ton of pressure and time constraints. But the end result in this one is very funny. I'm sorry yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, am I right though in saying, Kev, it might not be the worst game of the year? No, I think there there might be one more that we can. Well, I don't we, even remember. This is exciting for me. I don't, can't remember what the other yeah. one is. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to one more. And in this third case, you know, we keep saying like no one intends to make a bad game. In this third case, I'm not so sure. Yeah, David, David Cage <laughs> yeah. made a game this year. 
<laughs> ah, dog piled on as well. Because yeah. he's a hack. I hope he doesn't listen. I, I feel a bit bad. His head, his head bows every time. Yeah. <laughs> Scummer. Yeah, basically. Um, coming into winter then, we had, uh, news-wise, more layoffs. As I said, uh, Ubisoft, uh, Amazon, Unity, and loads of others. Uh, we had some hardware. Uh, the Steam Deck OLED, which, Jonathan, I know you are a proud owner of. We can look. We can view that where the lovely Jonathan is standing right now, <laughs> and uh, go back to another episode. Uh, no, but it's yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm happy. I own it. I'm glad I bought it. But I, if I'm being very honest, when I first booted it up, I didn't get like a. You, okay, have, you, have either of you used like the Switch OLED? No, no. Okay, so I remember when I went from the Switch to the Switch OLED. And I get booted up Mario Odyssey. I was like, my eyes were like bleeding. I was like, oh my God, like I'm never going to turn my switch on again. And I never did. It's not behind me, but it hasn't been turned on since. Um, the Steam on it, I didn't get that. And I, I, after much time figuring it out, Steph thinks it's because I loved the other Steam Deck so much that yeah. I actually built up some sort of attachment to it. Yeah. Um, and that's what it was. So I wasn't like, I didn't need the OLED. Um, you happy you got it? Yeah. How much? How much is that at retail? Well, let's not do that here. Not, <laughs> but wasn't it? Wasn't not... it kind of like? Uh, wasn't it kind of like the PlayStation Five though, which is a console I'm I love and I'm growing to love it even more. But wasn't it mm. just kind of like, yeah, got this, but that was a lot of money. Yeah, I, yeah, because yeah. like the 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 biggest improvement for me was the battery, mm. and like and the screen. Look, OLED is obviously fantastic, um, but the battery is much better. Um, but then I didn't really. I wasn't one of those people who thought the. The original Steam Deck battery sucked. Like I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. It was serviceable. Um, but yeah, for the amount of money I paid for it. Oh, now I'm sad, am I? <laughs> half, half nine at night. Oh, shit. Sorry about that. No, but uh, look, yeah. Hey, I'm I'm a fool for um, for tech, so I'll probably buy the next one they make as well. Fucking idiot. So. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely okay. People, some people say it's not, but I'm of the opinion that it's absolutely okay to buy things that you want like yeah. material things yeah. like just, they, they poke your serotonin they do. life enjoy is, it man life is tough you know and, and you're and, <laughs> and you're just trying to get through it and you're a gamer i am i am i'm a gay man and like i think <laughs> you know this is the perfect time to talk about that but no i'm i'm happy i have my own and so i suppose in terms of hardware um around that time as well we also had the launch of the ps portal uh sony's answer to a question literally no one was asking um, that came out yeah 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 it came really it came out reviewed. and sold out mm. oh yeah, yeah it's bizarre yeah it got, it got quite poor reviews like me and Owen had a big long text chain about it because i was like just do the thing i told you to do for the deck but especially because like a lot of the reviews around the portal have been um it's just super choppy there's a bunch of input lag mm. um and it's all it's quite is it, it's like what, 300 euro i think but it, it, yeah you're right it sold out so people obviously wanted it yeah, my worry is that it is like parents and grandparents buying Christmas presents, oh. thinking that it is a PlayStation handheld, and that there's going to be a lot of kids opening boxes on the 25th, getting a PS Portal and not having a PS5 to hook it up to. Oh, oh, no, I hope that's not true. That I hope that doesn't crushing. come to fruition. Yeah. It would be crushing. Years ago at H&V, Craig, if he's listening, he will remember this, uh, we had um, a woman who bought like that was a long time ago. Maybe the PS3, maybe, uh, or PS4, maybe would make more sense. Um, and as she was, it was like, and this is like Christmas Eve, and as she's leaving, we were like, "Oh my God, do you do you have any games?" And she goes, "No, no, we don't." 
you don't need any games. And then I was like, oh, I suppose you buy some games online. And she's like, no, we don't. There are children online. I was like, no, you don't understand. If you leave, like your son will have nothing to do with it. Yeah. And she's like, you've already charged me a fortune. I will not be spending any more money here today. And she left. I thought some kid is going to be Dumbass. so so disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Um, she obviously yeah. thought you were trying to upsell her, but you were trying to be like she did. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. She's like, oh, you're going to make me because I, I think I think Craig might have picked something that was like you know maybe like fifty euro or whatever at the time, and mm-hmm. she's like, no, no, I spent enough. I bought like all. The, she bought all our stuff for her other kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but she left with just the PS4 in the box, and I was like, mm. that's a, sorry, that's sorry, a, sorry, kid. That's a five hundred bucks screensaver anyway. <laughs> yeah, tell your therapist in years. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and yeah, I suppose in December we had the the release of what I think might be the worst game of the year. Um, Marcy, I think you can guess what I'm going to say. I sure can. Uh, is it the the day before? Or the, it sure yeah, is the yeah. day before. Have you seen anything of the coverage of this thing? No, it's not the Walking Dead game, is it? No, I forgot about no, that. No, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the cavalcade of pieces oh, of shit this year, I forgot about yeah. the Walking Dead one. Is yeah. the day before I I didn't realize that release was that the mm. very balls faced Last of Us ripoff? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah, a mix of that, it. Yeah. That finally it, released did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the company are are doing great, aren't they, Kev? They're yeah. doing <laughs> yeah, they're doing yeah. so good, and everyone is happy. <laughs> um, yeah, it it released into early access on the seventh. Um, Day one, they were stripping videos off their YouTube channel. They were changing the tags on yeah. Steam because people were realizing that, like, this zombie survival MMO that they bought mm. just isn't a survival game, isn't an MMO, and doesn't have that many zombies in it. Yeah. Um, it barely works. It looks ugly as hell. It was, I think, is, is this one of if not the lowest rated games on steam from user it's ratings the, it's it's officially the low it's the lowest rated underwhelmingly negative i believe is yeah. the, the tagline yeah. um <laughs> that is used um yeah horrendous yeah. um it was i think they they shifted two hundred thousand copies and had ninety thousand of them refunded by the end of the first day yeah um <laughs> it's like the, the what John was alluding to there is that the studio has ceased to exist within four days of releasing the game. Like mysteriously. Not that mysteriously. No. Uh, this, <laughs> no, this, 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 thing, this thing always looked like some sort of a scam. Um, yeah. It's, it's had a long and storied history of things being not quite right along the way. Um, you mentioned Skill Up earlier. He actually put up a video on his YouTube channel um, during the week there where he did like a basically a short documentary about the the history mm. of the, yeah. the marketing of the game and how it went at release. It's well worth a look. It's really interesting stuff, but it, it does seem that this team were trying to set up some kind of rug pull that they wanted to yeah. bait people in to pre-order and then try to, you know, make off with the money and seem to have failed for them. Um, Steam don't pay out to developers until a month after release. So all these refunds are people are getting their own money back. Like it seems like that dev team, if they've defrauded anyone, they've defrauded investors, um, potentially the publisher. I don't know, um, but it looks like the, any player who is looking for a refund will get it at least. But yeah, it, it it look up some footage of gameplay of this thing. It looks alternating between bafflingly dull and yeah. hilariously broken. And then go back and look up the gameplay trailer footage they released. Yeah, um, which. 
is one of the things that looked so good. You're like, mm, this is this this can't be real. Yeah. You know, it, it and again, it, it's turned out that really that trailer was, you know, very carefully made, very carefully shot. Um, and I don't know if you saw this, Kev, but they obviously put up a tweet, you know, saying they were closing and they were mm-hmm. shuttering, and um, some of the responses they made to some people complaining about it on Twitter were so rude, <laughs> um, and so spiteful. Yeah. Um, you know. I it's it, I think it really was a scam. I think it was you know it was five five years I think it took to make or something like that. Yeah. Um. And I'm so happy it hasn't hasn't paid off. Yeah. If it was five, I think it was a five year development time in total or something. Well. Yeah. Since well, like it's 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 first conception. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's multiple release dates being announced and pushed back. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, no, it was a it was a scam. It looked like a scam from day one. Um. Just glad that it's over at least, and that hopefully anyone who got uh, drawn in by it will a get their money back and b will maybe learn a lesson about not pre-ordering games. Mm. I mean, they won't. Pre-orders will continue to happen, but hopefully, some people. I don't know. Um, last few bits of news before we wrap up: uh, the ESA finally admitted that E3 what? was dead and gone. Oh my god! When? Yeah. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it was a roller coaster. Um, big rippers, f in the chats. It's um, <laughs> it's done. And um, I suppose the last bit of news then was just breaking today of uh, the massive leaks at Insomniac. Right. Yes. Um, which, like, there were leaks uh, from Xbox during the year where they had accidentally posted documents that were supposed to be redacted in a format where the sort of the redacting could be just taken off and they accidentally leaked a load of their own information. Those sort of leaks, I'm like, yeah, they're fair game. It's mm. just business plans, it's announcements and stuff. The Insomniac leaks, I don't want to cover too much because it mm. it feels a bit different. It was, you know, it was done in a very predatory and malicious way by a group of hackers. They've leaked a lot of uh, personal information, uh, like photos of people's passports, HR documents about people getting fired and stuff. It's not great. Um, but yeah, the, the sort of the gist of it is that Insomniac seem to be, as I think all of us would have expected, are pretty partnered up with Marvel for the foreseeable future. Um, and those Marvel games are presumably going to be Sony exclusives, and that's kind of the, the big takeaway. <laughs> just a moment of silence. Yeah, uh, Insomniac yeah. there. But no, I I'm kind of with you, Kev. I I I just don't really want to talk about it anymore because i think it just it sucks man like you know people's addresses being released and yeah. passports apparently people like passport numbers and stuff made onto reddit and things like that hmm. um and insomnia they, they, they posted ratchet's nudes <laughs> <laughs> there i made light of it for you guys because yeah. you didn't have the you didn't have the balls <laughs> yeah ratchet. so that that <laughs> That kind of was uh, the year that was 2023 um, in terms of the, the the big three, like Sony had critical and commercial success with Spider-Man 2. The PSVR 2 kind of reviewed well, sold okay, hasn't really done anything since. PS Portal sold like hotcakes. No one understands why. You know, it seems to have been a good year for Sony. Xbox, we've already mentioned not the strongest year for them. They have that big acquisition with the the Activision Blizzard King thing going through, but you know, I think it's long overdue that Xbox release yeah. good games, just just a good game. Um, <laughs> may, maybe Kojima's OD will be it, or maybe that that Senua sequel. I 
next year could be their year. Yeah, but I feel like we've been saying that for a couple of years now. Yeah. Every year it's been, well, this hasn't gone well, but you know, they've got a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Is one thing we didn't talk about is GTA 6? Yes, next of year, course. Will, will that be hitting the Xbox? Of course, I'm sure it will. Yes. Yeah. Oh, presumably. Yeah. That'll, that'll get on every platform they can get it on. They'll have it streaming on the Switch or Switch 2 by then, I guess. Um, I know none of us are massive fans of. It was it was one of the moments of the that trailer coming out was one yeah. of the moments yeah, of the year because it, it sure. broke massively through to mainstream, you know. Yeah. But I do think there's plenty of time to talk about GTA Six, you know. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh no! Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> Did we just shut you guys down? I just right. that's my feeling about no, it. That's fine. I just. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> He has throw, props throw ready. That, I don't believe yeah. this. Throw that right in the bin. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. And I suppose on, on the topic what did, of... What did you tear up? Sorry, Kev. What did you tear up there? His bird search. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was handy? What was around uh, handy? It was all the, uh, I pr- I'd printed out all the Insomniac Leaks uh, stuff. Um, <laughs> so I was, just, I was just tearing that up there to get rid of it and shredding it. Uh, no, sorry. Right. Yeah, so I suppose in terms of looking forward into the future, uh, 2024 and beyond... Um, Got some cool stuff announced and lined up. What are the big ones that you guys are looking forward to? Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth. That's my big one. Yeah. I am beyond excited for it. Beyond excited. This is one of the. Yeah, this is one of the ones. This is one. I just know. Even if it's like it's going to be flawed because yeah. it's it's Square Enix. Mm. Of course it is. Uh, Resident <laughs> Evil Seven Remake was flawed, but I just know on my first playthrough of it. It's just going to be moment after moment of just warming the cockles of my heart yeah. because it's just that that game is so close to my to my heart. It's so important to my childhood that just even before you get into all the weird timey wimey story stuff you're doing with it, just the recreation of that story and the areas in that game is just going to be it. It's going to give me more joy than I can I can I can barely comprehend. I'm, I know I'm going to love it. Can't wait. Yeah, absolutely. I think and on a similar line. Um... A big one I'm excited for is, uh, and I hope I get the name right, Metaphor Refantasio. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> it's such a you, bad you, name. You guys, man. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I know, I know, I know how it sounds. Um, but it's it's the, the the new IP from Atlas from the... It's not the studio behind the Persona games, but I believe it's a lot of the staff the from the Persona the, team have been spun off into a new... It's the main guy who did Persona 3, 4, and 5. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, anytime any trailer or footage comes out for it, it just looks exactly up my street. I'm very excited for it's that. It's Persona. One. It's Persona in a fantasy setting. Yeah, and you can ride around on your sword like a hoverboard. Yeah, like what's not what's not to like? That does sound fucking okay. Right? Yeah, but it's so funny watching trailers. It's the same with watching like a trailer for Persona. Like you usually like, oh my god, look at that boss fight or look at that look at that environment. I'm always like watching it like, oh yeah, the battle looked good. Yeah. Oh my god, look at that menu. Was, yeah, look oh, at that look. UI. Ooh. A calendar. Look, there's a calendar. Oh, look, he's meeting up with that person in, in a restaurant. Yes, because that's the stuff I want from these games. Yes, 100%. Um, as well as we, we, could yeah. be, we could be looking at a new Nintendo hardware next year or maybe an announcement next yeah. year at least. Oh, yeah. Damn, who, who knows at this point? I, I'm definitely feeling it in the waters, right? Mm. Yeah. The Switch feels underpowered these days sure so. well we haven't, I haven't played wonder and wonder looks fucking true well it looks fantastic yeah so who knows yeah how about you marcy any any big releases or anything coming up on the horizon you're looking forward to uh i've one i have two uh one is random classic you know i played pc games as a kid i meant a special um mm-hmm. would be a uh, stalker 2 oh yeah um, yeah, which is supposed to come out next year. I would not be surprised if it got delayed again. With um, good reason, but, yeah. 
Yeah, like and the sequel. I think the originally came out in two thousand six, maybe two thousand seven or something like that. Um, but a big fan of that, so we'll see. And then the other one, and you can definitely laugh at me here if you like. Um, but Star Wars Outlaws. I just yeah. I know. Did you did you see that? I know it's. I just really want a good Star Wars game. Do you know what I mean? Every, um, who doesn't? Why would you? Why would you laugh? We 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 just talked about metaphor Fantasio. Why would we laugh at you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because there's been so much Star Wars dross <laughs> this year. Um, maybe uh, this would be the Andor of the video game side yeah, of, uh, great, of yeah, Star Wars. Great, great way to put it. Or it could be another, you know, Obi Wan. Um, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, looking forward to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, I think that's about covered it. That's the entirety of the year of 2023 covered in as much detail as we can bear to deliver and you can bear to listen to. Um, I suppose from the podcast's point of view, we've had a great year. Um, had a lot of fun, had some guests on, had some solo episodes, had some of Liam's uh, writing uh, again, which was great. Um, you know, I'm sure we'd love to see the podcast grow moving forward. Love to do more stuff in the future. Um Thanks so much to you guys for joining me, uh, Liam and John. It's been an absolute pleasure. I want to thank the audience for tuning in for some reason. It's baffling, but we really appreciate that you do. Um, Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Thanks for listening, dude. Yeah, yeah if, you, um, if you can spare a moment to throw us a, a like or a follow on your, your podcast app of choice or leave a review, five stars if possible, you know, um, share it with your friends, your family, your postman, your enemies, anyone. Um, <laughs> It'd be great to, to, to grow the podcast even more next year. Um, but I suppose on that, um, just want to, again, yeah, thank everyone. And uh, any last words, guys? I want to, I'm, I'm 99% sure they were bots, but we had a load of views from Hong Kong there a few, <laughs> a few weeks ago. Okay. If they weren't bots, hey, Hong Kong, how are you getting on? <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening. That's awesome. I'm almost, I'm almost, we cert- had I'm almost certain it was Germany, Liam. Uh, no, it was Hong Kong and Germany, yeah. actually. But Hong oh, Kong, really? was, I, yeah, oh yeah, it was loads from Hong Kong. I was looking at the analytics; they're probably bots. I, it made me laugh either way. It made me either go like, "Ha ha, that's funny," or "Oh my god, they they love us. They finally love us." Yeah, I'm going to choose yeah. to believe it's real. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, thank Yeah, perfect. Um, so on that note, guys, uh, we will say farewell. Thanks so much and goodbye. Happy Christmas. Bye. Everyone. Bye.